Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Medicinal Monday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Benjamin. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food, plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. And also hydration. And hydration. Because, um, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be talking about hydration today on Medicinal Monday. I really can't believe we've gone this far without doing some sort of deep dive into the topic of hydration. It's crazy. What episode are we on? 247 (laughs) or something. I I honestly forget. It's Uh, it's crazy because hydration is a huge component of our Thrive on Plants program. And we, we talk about it all the time, like, but I guess just not in the context of these uh, conversations. So very excited to do a little bit of a deep dive hopefully better understand how to optimally cellularly hydrate because a lot of people are just thinking about drinking water and not really thinking about what that water is intended to do in the body and where it is intended to be in the body. Um, So that's really, 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 really important. Uh, So look forward to talking about that. But before we do, just one quick announcement that this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We are hosting a free event in the plant-based and stress-free community. It's actually going to be a Zoom event. Um, so if you're not on Facebook, you can you can join us. But this is a mind-body event, and we're calling it the Brain Body Wisdom Workshop. So if you like our Wisdom Wednesday calls and you've been looking for more of that kind of information, come over and sign up for this workshop because yeah. we're going to take a deeper dive into just how important the brain-body connection is and how when we understand the brain-body connection, we understand where stress comes from, we're really able to have, you know, just more leverage in our self-healing journey. Amen to that. Uh, So that's taking place on Thursday, and I'll put a link in the notes here for you to register if you're not already. Uh, So now let's talk about water. Let's talk about hydration. Let's talk about how important that is and how to put the water in our body properly because you know let's face it in these medicinal monday conversations we're often talking about nutrition optimal nutrition but hydration is just as important 
if you recall the foundation of health that we sometimes allude to food, air, water, movement, rest, thoughts, relationships, purpose, all of these pieces to the puzzle are equally important. Um, and a lot of people do hyper-focus on food for good reason, because yes, a lot of people get a little, you know, off track with that determinant of health, but that doesn't mean it's any more important than any of the others. Right. So I wanted to start by showing this little graphic that actually I created, um, because there's a lot of graphics similar to this. And if you're just listening what you see is the water distribution in the body, and, you know, it's up for debate as to exactly how much, what percentage of water um, is in the body, you know, depending on your age, your, your sex, your gender, um, and hydration status, you know, uh, it's somewhere around 60% of your body is composed of water. Um, but, in, and again, people think, okay, 60% of my water better drink up, but two thirds of that 60% is within the cells, within the intracellular space. And then one third of that 60% of your water is in the extracellular, extracellular space outside of your cells. And then of that extracellular fluid, about 20% is in the blood plasma. You know, so a lot of people, that's, I mean, I have to admit when I'm thinking about hydrating, sometimes like if I, if I don't remember this kind of basic science stuff, think, oh yeah, just putting more fluid in my bloodstream. Mm -hmm. But it's, but only 20% of our, of our extracellular hydration is in the blood. And then 80% is between the cells in a space called the interstitial space, interstitial fluid. So kind of like the, you know, housing the cells floating around in this interstitial space. Yeah. I think this kind of graphic is super helpful to just understand exactly where the water is in our body because yeah, when, when you first hear that humans are made up of, you know, so much water, I think the common visual is to think that we've just got all this like water slush slushing around in our bodies, but that's, that's not the case. It's in very specific, um, you know, compartments in our body. Exactly. And the most important compartment is that intracellular compartment. Um, comprising about 66 two-thirds percent to not two-thirds percent 66 percent or about two-thirds of our water is inside the cell so that's really where we're focusing this conversation on is getting the water inside of our cell and we were just hanging out with someone who's kind of like this molecular biochemist and really smart guy um, and he has a little bit, he has a lot more experience and is involved in, you know, clinical research and stuff. And he was sharing the information that most people in our world today, he, he never sees anyone with 66% intracellular water. He said he rarely sees people with above 50% intracellular water. He was just talking about how, yes, there's a severe epidemic of chronic dehydration, but it's even it's even more severe than I was realize, realizing. And really, to be more precise, it's an epidemic of chronic cellular dehydration. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, but in any case, to combat that is really important because, of course, we want the water to be in that intracellular space. And I guess just to start the conversation, 
the importance of that intracellular uh, hydration is required for proper detoxification. If we're thinking about clearing toxins out of the body, we need the detergent or the solvent of water to shuttle toxins through the bowels, through the kidneys, through the respiratory system, through the skin. Um, and what our liver does is it converts fat-soluble toxins into water-soluble toxins. But then we need a, a surplus of water to be carrying all of these uh, you know, metabolites out of our body efficiently. Right. Yeah. It's also hydration is also super important for energy production, for our metabolism. And people are surprised when we we bring this up in our kind of weight optimization discussions, just how important hydration is because it is H2O, right? H2O is the water molecule. And in order to really fuel the pump that creates energy, if, if you, you guys know the electron transport chain, that's kind of the last step of energy production. It requires protons. It requires hydrogen. hydrogen. Yeah. So, um, so that's actually the, the, where water comes in, in energy production, which we need energy for fueling our metabolism, keeping that revved up, but we also need it for the healing process in the body. So hydration is just so important for any healing process in the body. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up the, the mitochondrial cellular energy production um, piece of this, because actually I was just learning about how, yes, the, the hydrogen ions, the hydrogen atoms are carried into the, into the cell through water to create, and really what, what you're talking about is that internal combustion engine within each one of our mitochondria, which is fueled by hydrogen atoms at that final step to create ATP, cellular energy, which is used for all processes throughout the body. But also the cellular energy production, these uh, you know internal combustion engines in our cells creates all of these hydrogen atoms that take in more water. So a sluggish metabolism is going to set the stage for cellular dehydration and cellular dehydration creates a sluggish metabolism. So it's just kind of this uh, feedback cycle um, that can cause sluggish metabolism, sluggish weight gain or weight release, um, all sorts of other issues related to, you know, that cellular dehydrated state. Uh, so I think those are kind of like, if we were to simplify the requirement for cellular hydration, it's really detoxification and energy production. Those are kind of like the, the main reasons why we need our cells optimally hydrated. And we kind of already talked about one way to promote optimal cellular hydration is to improve our met metabolic efficiency, to, to kind of turn on our metabolic rate in a healthy way. And of course, we know how whole food plant-based nutrition is so key in that, um, you know, again, removing the excess dietary fat that creates is insulin resistance, then that's going to create a, a sluggish metabolic state. Um, so we have an efficient metabolism. We're creating those hydrogen atoms that draws in more water and keeps that cell, that cellular respiration going. Um, so that's really important. Optimizing metabolism but then the other hugely important thing is the quality of the water that we're consuming. And again, people just turn on the tap and think, okay, I'm just going to fill up a glass of water and 
chug it down, and then, yeah, I'm hydrated for the day, right? But if we're just drinking H2O, you know, if we're just drinking, you know, water molecules, that's not going to be an efficient way to get those H2O molecules into the cellular spaces where it's needed. We need to have an abundance of electrolytes or um, minerals <laughs> that shuttle the water into the intracellular space to do the jobs that it needs to do. And then, of course, when we're talking about water quality, we need to bring up the fact about all of the impurities like heavy metals and pesticides and, you know, xenobiotics of all sorts, including pharmaceutical breakdown products, metabolites. Like, isn't hasn't there been a study that showed that most tap water contains like oral contraceptive, yeah, like hormones. Definitely, yeah. definitely metabolites of you know cytations, all sorts of of you know kind of um, brown products of of pharmaceuticals. So yeah, we definitely want to make sure that the water we're taking in is totally clean and pure, but also has good neural status. Yeah, and then and then I think what's maybe more important is eating our water, eating our water in the form of fruits and vegetables, of course. And the, the reason why this is such a powerful way to hydrate and, and we can't really replace, we, we can't eat and not drink. You know, we've got to be drinking properly mineralized water as well. We can't get all of our hydration from fruits and vegetables unless maybe you were juicing a lot of them. Right. Um, but in any case, when we're eating fresh fruits and vegetables, the water that is contained in the celery and the cucumber and the apple, even in potatoes. Potatoes have a good amount of water when we when we cook them and stuff. So all of our fruits and vegetables contains that optimal hydration source because the water that's in those fruits and vegetables has been purified and mineralized by the plant itself. Um, so we eat the cucumber, eat the celery, eat the apple, eat the banana, whatever. We make the smoothie. Um, we eat the salad and we're getting, yes, the fuel in the plant, but we're also getting the water in the plant and equally important, we're getting the fiber in the plant, which helps our body absorb the water through the gastrointestinal tract. Um, so a high fiber, whole food, plant-based diet really starts to set us up for success for absorbing more of our water. Um, and then we of course have the minerals that get the water from the bloodstream into the intracellular space where it needs to be. Um, so really whole food, plant-based nutrition and properly mineralized beverages such as pure, such as spring water is, you know, naturally mineralized. But then if we're drinking purified wa water, whether it's reverse osmosis or from some generic filtration system, usually, and, and if it's from a municipal water processing plant, usually a lot by the time it comes out of the tap or the refrigerator, filter, or wherever, it's been depleted and stripped from a, of a lot of its life, a lot of the electrolytes, a lot of the minerals. So oftentimes we need to replenish those minerals with a little bit of mineral supplement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And while we're talking about filters, also filters come in so many different um, ranges of efficacy. And so the most common filter I think I see in most households I enter on the counter is the Brita the Brita filter. I think, and, well, definitely your, your household, your, your, your family. Yes. And, you know, even though Brita might help the 
the taste of the water, it really doesn't filter out very much. Mm. So, you know, there's tons of different brands out there. What we recommend is looking at their third party testing, looking to see what actual impurities this filter gets out of the water. And for us, when we were shopping for our filter, um, it was really important to us to make sure that the filter totally got out any herbicides and pesticides, specifically glyphosate, because glyphosate is ubiquitous in our water system. Right. We have another episode on glyphosate if you're like, what's glyphosate and what do I need to know about it? Um, but yeah, look at the third party testing reports and make sure that it is getting out all sorts of the, uh, just all the bad stuff, right? But yeah. leaves in the minerals, ideally. Exactly, right. Because um, I would say maybe the most common high-end uh, water purification system is some sort of reverse osmosis system, which my understanding is dumps a lot of water. You know, we waste a lot of water in the creation of the reverse osmosis product of H2O. And we also dump out all of those electrolytes, all of those minerals that are required for optimal hydration. So I know some systems put the minerals back in and be sure of what they're putting in, I think is important, of course. And, um, and then there are the, yeah, we, I would really say that uh, the trace mineral supplementation in the water has been for me, a total game changer for my body's feeling of hydration. Me you know, too. Me I too. can, I can drink quarts of water all day long and still feel dehydrated. Maybe, you know, the feeling yourself. Um, but when I start putting some trace minerals in there, um, I feel like I'm absorbing it because mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing, um, an another good way to get the, the minerals into your water so that the water can get into your cells is drinking things like lemon water, which introduces minerals as well as, as well as, you know, other phytonutrients that are healing and, and you know, beneficial of course, and herbal teas. And it's like a mineral broth, you know, so we're getting tons of minerals as well as all those phytonutrients depending on the herb etc and then vegetable breaths you know veggie soups mm -hmm. these sort of things and juices you know vegetable juices you know we talked about how fruits and vegetables are a great source of hydration when we're eating them and if we want like a awesome amazing way to hydrate the body first thing in the morning a green juice with celery and cucumbers and greens oh my gosh you know, it's so, so hydrating. And because it's so hydrating with so many minerals, it's quote unquote detoxifying, right? Because it's getting in there and scrubbing things out. And we've got all the phytonutrients in these plants that support the liver and doing what it needs to do as well. Right. Yeah. So there's also lots of different brands of mineral drops. If, you, if you're thinking you need to remineralize the water you're drinking, um, we use a brand called Trace Mineral Research. The product is called Concentrace and we really like it. It's available at most health food stores. And honestly, like I, I want to just also share my experience mm -hmm. of when I added this to my water, because I was always someone who never really had natural thirst for water. I kind of, you know, I would force myself to drink it because I knew I needed it, especially living here in Colorado. Once I started adding the mineral drops to my water, all of a sudden my thirst turned on and I didn't have to think about drinking water anymore. And the way that I see it is that before it's like when I was drinking this kind of dead unmineralized water, 
and in a sense, I felt a little waterlogged. Like, you know, the water, I was swallowing yeah. the water. It was like, you know, going into my bloodstream. It was like, you know, it was going through my kidneys and into the toilet for sure. But but it wasn't really being absorbed into the intracellular space, you know, at the rate that we want it to. And so, you know, it just felt like I felt like a little waterlogged, even though I was dehydrated. I'm so that's a, exactly what you were because mm-hmm. you you had enough body water but you didn't have enough intracellular water, mm-hmm. you know, so you're a little bit swollen. You've got more extracellular water and we don't need more extracellular water. You know, most people have too much extracellular water because it's not getting inside of the cells. But you brought up another really important point that I was meaning to bring up was the fact that a lot of people think, oh yeah, you know, I pee clear, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I must be hydrated. But actually we don't want our pee to be clear. You know, we want there to always be a tint because what that means is that our kidneys are properly filtrating and excreting stuff. Um, And if we're peeing clear, what that really tells us is that we're not getting the water inside of our cells either. You know, it's going through our digestive system and getting absorbed into our blood to some extent and then going out of our kidneys. It's that there's no indication that it's making its way into the cells. So that's not you know, that's kind of not a good rule of whether or not you're optimally hydrated, which brings me to kind of a final point of some sorts, a a good way to measure your intracellular hydration status is through a fancy test called a phase angle measurement, which is the electrical bioimpedance through your body, which I know I've, I've done a couple of times. It's been several years since I've done it. But essentially, you hook up some electrodes to your you know, fingers and toes, and you allow the current to go through your body. And that, through physics and all sorts of stuff that is way over my head, allows us to um, determine the degree to which our cells are allowing energy to flow through them. Um, and that is kind, of, is kind of translated to a rough measurement of intracellular hydration. Um, so... Just putting that out there, I know that I think it would be cool to have one of these machines to measure intracellular hydration over time, which it does take some time to shift our actual intracellular hydration, you know, and, and, and actually what technically what the, uh, what the phase angle is measuring, what the bioimpedance measurement is measuring is the, the charge of our cellular membranes and the integrity of the cellular membranes. And that actually takes um, some time to shift. So intracellular hydration does shift depending on our hydration status day to day. Uh, but the, the overall integrity of our cellular membranes and the charge of our cellular membranes does take some time to shift. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And and actually, you know, speaking of, I, we could just keep going on. But well, one I thing know. I'd like to share, too, is that, you know, we've seen so many people who have fluid retention in their body whether, you know, it's they've got they've got a demon, their ankles or just kind of puffy, puffy fingers. Um, they experience that when they also drink properly mineralized water. It's like all in the fluid balance in their body becomes more optimal and that swelling goes away. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, you know, I've got I've got water retention. So probably I just need to take a diuretic. Right. right. I just need to I just need to pee it out. And well, yeah, that'll get the water from your extracellular space into the toilet, but we'd prefer to get the water from the extracellular space into the intracellular space mm-hmm. through, again, 
turning on the metabolism with whole plant foods that are properly turned into cellular energy, creating those hydrogen ions that draws in more water, as well as the properly mineralized water, mineral drops in the water, lemon water, lemon juice in the water, herbal teas, green juices, etc. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the, the tips in the nutshell, mm-hmm. you know, just to reiterate, optimize metabolism. Also, fiber is huge for the initial absorption of our water and minerals in our water. You know, it's water is not just H2O. Water is H2O plus minerals. So we should be consuming it in that sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see, just one question. Will we be listing the products we mentioned below? Yeah, we can definitely do that. We can share the mineral drops we like and the filter that we like uh, for people who are looking for those. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, even though we, I feel like I was like chomping at the bit and getting the information as, out as fast as I could you know, in, in a timely fashion, I feel like I still just scratched the surface. Um, so if there are more questions, if you feel like we, if you're a hydration. Oh, like we didn't talk about like how to space out water consumption throughout the day, for example. Also, oh my gosh, I think it's important that we mention that a lot of beverages that are frequently consumed, like alcohol and coffee, do not in any way support our hydration efforts, but in fact can counter it. Um, so all of these sort of things, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, we could go on and on. Uh, But in any case, we appreciate you for tuning in for another Medicinal Monday, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, we hope to see you on Wednesday for Wisdom Wednesday, and then on Thursday for our for our brain body wisdom workshop. So if you want to join us for that, you can find the link to sign up. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next time. Bye for now.